work on that song, bitch. We're good? We are good. Yeah, you look good. I look good. Okay. Everybody looks good. Everybody looks amazing. So let me know when you want to begin. Or are we beginning? We're, we're begun. We've begun? We've begun. All right, everybody. We're actually in my house tonight. We're in a new studio. It took surgery to get me into the inner sanctum, so oh. everybody should appreciate Don's gallbladder and the fact that it's gone. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> we're in my living room right now, which, yeah. I mean, I guess is okay. I don't know. I feel a little weird about it, but... It's different. It's different. We uh, watched the movie together this evening. We sure did. And we drank a decent amount before and during... Yes, because there were ads during this movie. Yes, yeah, so we had time. Yeah, we had plenty of time to consume beverages. So feeling good. Feeling A+. plus. Yes. But in addition to those cocktails, we have these cocktails. Yes. Which I have made. And I'm so, I'm so happy you transported the concoction to here. Just so people know, <laughs> Lisa is at least a good 16 miles from me. So yeah, she made a nice little to-go travel. <laughs> travel cocktails. Travel cocktails. With so a Ziploc can... baggie of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm so excited for. Yes. Would you like to uh, introduce? I would. I would actually like to introduce us first, yes. I think. This is I Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And we watched Midnight Meat Train. And so for tonight's cocktail, I was really in the meat zone. I was thinking meat and how I could put meat in a cocktail and not make it gross. And let me tell you, that's that's a long conversation to be had with one's own brain. So... I finally settled on this. This is a bacon martini. I believe that you can purchase bacon vodka. I was not able to because my liquor store does not carry it. So I infused my own bacon vodka. And it's bacon vodka, pineapple juice, and pineapple seltzer. And it's got a nice little bacon garnish. There's mm-hmm. a little strip of bacon that I that I cooked up for us both. Yes, you will see it in the uh, Instagram pics. Yeah, and just, you know, FYI, I did dab it in some brown sugar, so it's got like a little sweetness to it as well. So, cheers. (laughs) Cheers Cheers to the midnight meat train. To the midnight meat train. If I fucking spill this cocktail anymore, I just spilled it all Dawn over Dawn already life. spilled it all over her living room. We're having adjustment issues, I think. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I don't know if it's my particular glass, maybe. I don't know. But Martini does... glasses are hard because yes. they're, they're very easy to spill. Like, you think you're holding it correctly. But... <laughs> <laughs> and you are, in fact, not. But also, I we've been drinking, not. so I, I don't know. Maybe yeah, that has something maybe, to do with it. I don't know. But regardless, it tastes delicious. Yeah, it's got a nice smoky quality to it. Because I have to say, when... I so, want to take a bite of my bacon. Yeah, please take a bite of your bacon. When Dawn had her gallbladder surgery, we were supposed to record this episode. And so... Oh, yummy. I <laughs> I had prepared these beverages for us to have that weekend. And then I decided to sample just to make sure that they were up to par. And I felt like they were okay, but... What I changed this time, instead of just using plain seltzer, I used pineapple seltzer. And I think that's actually upped the pineapple enough. And also the bacon just tastes 
smokier to oh me. Oh my god, the is, bacon was amazing. Which is nice. <laughs> you we, ate the whole bacon. I ate the have, whole bacon. Okay, are you the kind of person that just sucks all the salt off of a margarita rim because you got to drink that gradually with your beverage? No, it was really good. <laughs> um, no, I think I had it infused enough that it tasted fucking on point. Okay, well, so wonderful. If you guys need to know what the time limit is on how like when you can eat the bacon garnish <laughs> literally give it 20 minutes and yeah. then you're good to go 20 minutes you can eat the bacon garnish but if you're like no me, but it's soaked i think it's soaked to a decent amount and yeah then... but it's it's more so like you want to take a bite every couple of sips so that you kind of get the saltiness of the meat with the sweetness of the bev uh, I guess. That's it was the still very intended good. structure. It's fine. Whenever you want to eat the bacon is fine. If you want more <laughs> bacon, that's also fine. I only put one strip in, but like you could just just make a whole smorgasbord strips everywhere. of bacon. Yeah. Yeah. If you really want to. Um, I feel really gross about including meat in this cocktail after having watched the movie, though. But luckily this movie played more on the not-so-realistic violence. Visual- yes. Yeah. And the visualization of everything was very computerized and animatronic and just not realistic, so that helped a little bit. I also think if they had been using the meat for something else, it could have been grosser because if they had been, like, processing it and serving it to people to other humans to eat kind of like a soylent green situation that would have been very gross but the fact that they were just kind of like feeding it to an alien sub race is like oh okay <laughs> i guess that's fine <laughs> this movie took a turn i mean we should backtrack we have to but this we tarantinoed our, our yeah. review i'm sorry but i i just did not expect the movie to end up there that okay. was my major takeaway is that this movie took an entirely different direction than I expected yeah, it to. Yeah, you literally are sitting there and think, oh, okay, and this is what's going to happen. Yeah. So my first impression of this movie, just based on the synopsis alone, it seemed like it was going to be similar to Nightcrawler. Have you seen Nightcrawler? No. I can't believe some of the movies you haven't seen that I have seen <laughs> because I don't understand like, you're constantly telling me to see these types of movies, but Nightcrawler is... I feel like I watch more D-list movies. I guess you do. I feel like Nightcrawler's up there, though. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. I know that. Okay. I know that much. Yeah. So it's not D-list, but... No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I watch more D-list. Right. So for you to say Nightcrawler, clearly that's not on my radar well, currently. to be fair, so several years ago, a group of my coworkers really were offended by the lack of movies I had seen, and they made a whole list of movies that I needed to see. What was on that list? I have subsequently lost this list. So of course I, you have. Yeah, exactly. Of course you have. <laughs> but I can tell you some of the movies from the list that I have watched. We watched Equilibrium from that list. It's got Christian Bale. Christian, uh, my boy. Yeah. I love him so much. Yes. And Nightcrawler was on that list, too. We watched that all together one night. So... I can't. It was a lot of. I got. I have to say, it was very skewed in the action movie genre. Okay. Because the people who were telling me I hadn't seen enough movies were kind of. I mean, well, they were men, so obviously. <laughs> but 
Yeah, so I, I wish I could find this list. I don't know where it went, but Nightcrawler was one of those movies. I actually really liked that one. There were other movies on this list that I watched, and I was like, this I really list want to know what this stupid. list is about. I, I have to look for it again. It's probably at my parents' house somewhere, like buried very deep in my oh my god, I need childhood to know. closet. I need to know. Yeah. So regardless, this movie was not Nightcrawler, but it had similar vibes because. Nightcrawler is Jake Gyllenhaal instead of Bradley Cooper as the photographer who's trying to like be there when those moments happen, mm-hmm. when those electric moments happen, just after murders, just after car accidents. It's very skeevy and scummy because, yeah. and you see it in this in Midnight Meat Train when Bradley Cooper is taking pictures of this woman who's about to be assaulted in the oh, subway station. Oh, he's watching station. her be assaulted and he yeah. just keeps snapping. Exactly. Till he gets what he can get and then he brings attention to himself yes yeah he does eventually intervene which i think does make him slightly more sympathetic of a character than jake gyllenhaal yes because only because he then points out that there is a camera right filming them yes and they will be caught to get yes he tries to get like a full facial recognition of the guy doing right the main guy doing this. I don't know. It was in a gray area, I guess, but I it feel wasn't like, a gray. Area. I feel like it was closer to the black gray area than the light gray area. And the woman is so thankful, and she kisses him. And I'm like, are you kidding? He just I stood also there feel for like the first it was thirty seconds just watching you be assaulted. But okay, no. But it also seemed like a very concocted scenario. What do you mean? I don't think she was very scared of being in that scenario. Then we would think that she should be. Do you like, mean- if it was one of us in that scenario, we would be terrified and we would be, oh my God. And then her, I think she was just kind of like, this is my normal nightly life. Okay, so is that a failure of the movie and the acting? Or is or are you saying that's part of the script? That, no, like, I think she it was, was the movie and the acting. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think yeah. her acting, if it was supposed to be meant to be... If she was about to be raped just then, because I was that assuming that that's where it was the, going. Yes, that did not give me any signification of her being terrified of being raped at that moment. Sure. And then my first impulse after being saved from being raped would not be to kiss a strange man. And then kind of smile and laugh and walk away. Yeah, exactly. So that's... That's one thing. It would be like him saying, oh my God, are you okay? Let me take you to wherever. And then... Right, let's go to the police station. Yeah, something like that. But she kind of just literally gives him a smack on the lips really quickly and walks away with a weird smile. Yeah. (laughs) Um, sorry. Lily is now a part of our recording. She's just like rolling over and like flailing Uh, her limbs. She has itchies and she's just scratching her whole Oh my god. It's just like a whole mood. Lily is a whole mood. You'll hear her snorting and snorting. Oh my hello precious baby. You'll hear Lisa doing baby talk to dogs because I don't know my cats just don't allow it. (laughs) They don't. She'll she'll be all about. They don't entertain me. Lily is a hybrid. She is Pekingese, so that means she is part dog, part royalty. So she's gonna pretend she's a cat. She's got the smooshy face. She does. She has a smooshy face, and she literally thinks she is. She's doing a very good job of avoiding the bacon that is 
available. I feel like most she's dogs would go for bacon. No, she's very picky with food, actually. Well, this is delicious bacon, so she's My missing out. My aunt will out. give her ham and turkey and chicken and roast beef and all of the fixins, and there she will be picky about a lot of it. So yeah, we will ignore her the rest of this broadcast. Let her do what she's got. <laughs> we'll do. try. I think she's cute, so I just keep staring at I'm her. I'm glad. I'm glad you finally <laughs> met her. So yeah, so we have basically Bradley Cooper's character Leon is stupid this name. It is. It's weird. Stupid name. He's just like a random photographer. Like we don't really get a backstory as to why he's a photographer or he just loves it. It's just his passion. Right. But at the same time, we're given the thought that he has no other job. No, yeah, and she doesn't either, which makes it weird that they can afford the kind of apartment that they have, which is not like a deluxe apartment, but it's nicer than you th- you would think that they would be able to afford, given she is a waitress. She's a waitress, and, and he, he does is nothing. a freelance photographer. And we're talking freelance. You're not getting paid. This guy is not yeah, getting paid. We actually paid. don't see that he has a, another job. He's trying to kind of get into these more, you know, upper crust art circles, mm-hmm. but we don't see that he works for a newspaper or he says he's tried. He's tried to sell photos to the Post or you know what other you know generic newspapers there are so it does sound like he's kind of freelance but he doesn't have steady income and again she is a waitress so they really should not be able to although we were discussing during the movie it's really kind of unclear where they are and if they're in some type of city. city It's we don't know if they're in a real city, basically. Right. Of it's course. kind of like based on it generic us, American city vibes. Yes, it gives us a New York City vibe. It does. But, but we're not given the specific city. So yeah. we're not told, oh, he's in New York. He's dealing with the New York subway system. That's not what we're given. It's like any generic metropolitan area with a subway system, basically. Right. And he just, he's super determined. And then Leslie Bibb, who, if you guys remember back in the day, she started out on a Ryan Murphy sitcom called Popular. <laughs> did you watch Popular, Lisa? I didn't. No, I oh. thought I recognized her from something else. So oh, no. She's in a I, ton of stuff since She then. is, but, but nothing I've ever seen, which is okay. unfortunate. Leslie Bibb started off in Popular, which, again, was a Ryan Murphy sitcom. Ryan Murphy has since done American Horror Story, American Crime Story. I mean, he's blown up. But I actually have the first season of Popular on DVD. Oh, snap. That's dating yourself That's there. That's how amazing I loved. Like, I loved this show. It was one of those high school, Leslie Bibb was the daughter of a single father. Mm-hmm. And then this other girl, oh my God, I forget her name. She was pretty fucking awesome too. She was the daughter of a single mother. The mother and father get together and it's a popular girl and a girl off the track type of girl. And then they end up being in high school together and having to be step siblings. It's a whole thing, but it was amazing. I love this fucking show. Anyway. Since then, Leslie Bibb has been the girl of... She's fucking lucky, okay? So she's been in The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Right, the Talladega Nights. Yeah, Talladega Nights. She's been in Iron Man. She's been in so much shit. She's actually... I think she's actually with What's-His-Name from the second Iron Man. He was also in Matchstick Men. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, you're asking the wrong person. Oh my god, hold on, hold on. Once I see his name, I'm gonna know. Hold on. I'm holding. I know, I'm sorry. Still holding. Sam Rockwell. Okay. 
Okay, so she is actually with Sam Rockwell, which I did not know until way later than all the shit I've seen her in. She's a lucky girl. <laughs> she has made out with a ton of people. I mean, lucky, but also she's gorgeous. So yes, but she like it's made not out like Robert Downey Jr. She's made out with like there are. People... It's not like we can't understand though why she was in these situations. No, no, that's obviously. not why. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I just think she is just super fucking lucky, and I give her props. I don't know. A lucky girl to me is a plain Jane who gets to hook up with celebrities. She is beautiful and Really? I think she's very pretty. I think she's very pretty. I don't think she's like Cindy Crawford. Oh. Oh, I don't know. I'd put her on a par with like. Margot I feel like Robbie. I could have gone to high school with her. Honestly, what? Thousand percent. Wow, you went to a nice high school. I feel like the upper tier of the girls I went to high school with, she would have been in them. Oh, see, I don't know. I feel like I always have this issue with seeing people on TV because, especially with age and with features, I don't know. I never think people are the same age as me or younger than me when I see them on TV, and I th- I have. A hard time relating to the people that I see on TV as humans. You know, they just seem like they're in a different class of people. Anyway. Anyway, this bacon martini is great. It really is delicious. You're not drinking it fast enough. I'm gonna be on to my I second. also ate my part of ba- my whole bacon. The whole bacon. I ate the whole <laughs> bacon. The whole bacon. Please make me more of that bacon. I Honestly, delicious. I wish I had brought more of it because I did have more. Like, I had to make more bacon. She legit came with a Ziploc of just <laughs> two swirls of bacon. I, the swirly bacon was just for the one garnish, but I did make more bacon because I needed more bacon for the bacon grease, which infused the vodka. And she didn't bring that bacon. And I didn't bring that bacon. It's in my fridge. So, yeah. I guess next time I see her, I'll get Sorry. that bacon. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, we'll get back to this fucking movie. All right. So they're dating and she gives him... Honestly, the fact that they didn't have sex at this moment just really bothered me. She's like, listen. It's implied that they have sex. Yes and no. You wanted to see it? I wanted to see it. Of course I wanted to see it. Well, it's Bradley Cooper. I would also want to see it. She basically says, listen, I got you in with... Jurgis, who is Jurgis? Jurgis, her friend, her artsy Unclear. friend. Unclear. We don't know. We don't get a backstory about yeah, that at all. No. Jurgis just exists. Um, but Jurgis is also the actor that plays all the slimy guys you've ever seen. Ever, ever. If you've seen a slimy guy, it's this guy. He's a slimy guy in Hostel too. I know that for sure. Revenge uh, and revenge and tons of other things. So she. Basically tells him, like, okay, he has an in with this chick who's, like, a big, you know... Um, artsy, fartsy, Artsy, bitch. fartsy gallery woman who ends up being Brooke Shields. Mm. Which I find so weird. It was weird. And I and I almost didn't believe it was her at first because I thought it was I was going to say, so I saw weird. you looking it up, like, is this her? Yeah, I had a moment where I was like, wait, it does look like her, but it also doesn't look like her. But yeah, she's the artsy, fartsy bitch, so... And she tells him he has tons of pictures... And a lot of them are just of the city at night. They fall short. You know, they don't have. The, oh, yeah. They don't have like this big. Gripping. Yes. Yeah. She says they're melodrama. And I, I wish I had written this down. I didn't write anything down. No, Lisa but did not write any notes. I barely took any notes. So, you know, let me know how it goes. Mm-hmm. But 
she says, you know, they're like melodrama. And it was basically like they're all flash and no substance. But she wanted to see the real gritty shit, basically. And so he felt like he had to step up his game, which is what led him to... to photograph this woman's assault that we were talking about before. But it bothers, this is what bothers me. Okay. Her opinion on his art or his photographs at that point, it's in the eye of the beholder. So for her to say, oh, this is shit to me, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at those pictures and I'm like, okay, I would never get those. If you put those in some type of... You know, what's the word I'm looking for? Gallery? A gallery, but also like if it was in like a newspaper, a certain type of... A magazine. Yes. It had a publication of some sort. I'm not going to be like, you're a piece of shit. I felt like she was just very strong when it came to her criticism. Well, this is it with the art world, isn't it? You know, people, art is subjective. Art is subjective. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so for her to make these comments, it's like, you're one person. Sure, but she is a famous and renowned person. If you can get somebody's endorsement like that, that can be huge for your career. So how does one get to be that type of person? That's well, what I don't understand. Hey, have you watched Inventing Anna? Because I no. really feel like that is sort of the way that you fake it till you make it. Because a lot of it is just about having money in the first place. Of course it is. And knowing the right people. And also just speaking with confidence when you have no idea what the fuck it is you're talking about. And I think in a lot of ways... A fine art is like that, where if you just have somebody stupid. rich enough looking at a picture of, like, a painting of a circle and being like, oh, my God, this is just obviously so symbolic of the nature of the relationship. But between- how do you know how to find those people? That's my biggest thing. Like, I, I literally have started designing things, digital designs. I mean, abstract Digital designs, designs by Dawn. <laughs> Is that your name? No, it's not. <laughs> it should be now. <laughs> <laughs> Triple D. Digital Designs by Dawn. I should have done that, but I did not. <laughs> it's DMW Designs by no, Dawn. No, you should have pulled me in on that creative process. <laughs> but, um, no, I've been doing some, like, abstract stuff. And it's just kind of like, you don't know what's going to fucking hit mm-hmm. somebody's view like that's the thing like you can look at something and be like i love this i'm creating something that i know i'd put up in my house and then you have to just roll with the punches and hope that somebody else is gonna get it right and that's what i feel about art i didn't go to school for art i didn't go to school at all (laughs) i didn't go to school for shit i mean i I graduated high school very high but i did not go to college so (laughs) yeah i'm sorry i just did you? I, oh, I, you did a big spill. <laughs> yeah, and it's like so. It looks like you peed your. Dress. I know it's sucking through my underwear Do right you now. Want? So, yeah, on. can I have like a napkin or something? <laughs> I was gonna play it cool, but then I was like, I was oh gonna my say God. we we both spilled tonight. I don't feel that. I bad have a now. bacony vagina now. <laughs> my whole living room is bacony now. Bacon-y. I spilled it pretty much over my whole living room. Bacony vagina. Okay. Two major bows, not here. <laughs> I think you'd have a field day. <laughs> bacon! <laughs> it's like the, the bacon. Co- yeah, okay, the dog. Bacon. bacon, bacon, bacon! 
Just leave this in. You have to leave this in. I can't. I can't. No, you have to. You no, have to. I'm talking about a bacony vagina. I can't leave that shit. Please. I'm talking about my bacony living room. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the same as talking about but a bacony vagina. But it's all the same. Like, it all. Do you see how much of your martini you've drank in pr- I'm respect afraid, to I how much? I keep spilling it. That's why. <laughs> Okay, we oh, we need to God. talk about the plot of this movie because all we've talked about so far is bacon and art. <laughs> and art. <laughs> and but what, the, the point is art, art though. Is, the point is Bradley Cooper can't sell his photos and he's real sad about it. So he has to go try and find edgy shit to take photos of. Mm-hmm. And he somehow just stumbles on this man who is creepy and very obviously suspicious he could have taught a class on acting suspicious 101 so this actor just really quickly yeah take it away um, don he was in the second smoking aces which i will never watch because the first one was so good (laughs) okay Um, but he was also in she's the man euro trip and snatched so if you've seen those you know exact he has that distinct look he's very hitman looking like if you hired a hitman you'd want him to look like this guy he doesn't speak either. No. Very stoic. And Bradley Cooper sees him on the train, and he's just literally sitting there grasping his suitcase. Again, very unusually. Briefcase, like he, I should say. He is... <laughs> I've actually, I've already thought you said suitcase, so I didn't even bother to correct you, because in my brain I'd already corrected you. So he's just very suspicious. Like, he looks suspicious all the time. He, we talked about it when we were watching. He's going up the escalator, and he's just in his suit, carrying his briefcase, and is just staring straight ahead and not moving, and it's like... Right, like, if you're on a on an escalator, you're looking around, you're right, figuring you're looking at your where phone? your surroundings are, yeah, yes. you're doing business because he looks like a businessman, so you would think he would be conducting business of some kind. He just seems to be completely blank, and it's very Honestly, if I didn't know his endgame... Avengers endgame. <laughs> I'd bone him a thousand percent. Anyway. No! He has barnacles on his chest. Uh, uh, that I'd have a blast picking on. Oh, it's so gross. Do you hear yourself? That is so gross. I also technically have barnacles on my body right now. No, you don't. You have scars that will heal. I have bullet holes. <laughs> They're close enough. No, and we never really get an explanation for this. So I is, think his barnacles would heal if he didn't an cut alien? them off. I don't know because he only cuts off like a certain number of them, right? And, he and then he puts them in, in jars. jars. Like, what is that? I'm so loud. You are loud. I'm so loud. loud. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a report in the morning oh, from my aunt. Yeah. That, you're, uh, <laughs> that I'm disruptive. Mike's this the is only honestly, quiet. Mike's the only quiet one. That this comes is to my not house. the only time I've been reviewed poorly as an as a drunk guest in a house like i i don't know i just know i kind of love this because you're not like this at your house so oh, well, well, it's just weird because i should i need to drive home tonight so i shouldn't be drinking too much which i always do from her house yeah it's weird it's a it's a weird backwards thing. anyway so is mahogany an alien that's my question now because assume, actually like i don't think he's an alien i think he is why does the- he have barnacles on his chest because I think he has some type of, there's something within him that <laughs> I allows I can't wait to hear him, the rest of this. Go ahead. There's something within him that allows him to be the one that was picked to then pick the meat going forward. Like, there's something about him. So Bradley Cooper also has barnacles no, on his chest? No, I think that was given to him later. <laughs> the fuck is this movie? <laughs> 
I don't have an answer for why there's barnacles. Okay, because I, I think need the that barnacles answer. were bullet holes. No. That didn't. Yes. No. Why would why he just he... have random barnacles growing on him? I don't know. Why would he keep them in a jar? If they were bullet wounds, but he's pulling off the shrapnel and growing them in jars? Ask a trophy. No. Duh. No. That makes no sense. None a of this trophy makes of who sense. he killed. Oh my god! No way! Like, There's oh, no way. these are the holes from which this guy tried to kill me, but it didn't happen. Okay, what if they were offering to like bring him into their alien race fold, and they were like, "Hey, if you do this, no, I think we'll he was already a cash." But no, okay, okay, fine. He was bringing them the bodies to eat. But the barnacles. I honestly, I don't understand the barnacles. I don't know, but all I can tell you is that I would help him peel his barnacles peel off. The barnacles that is off. so gross. I so gross. So, one of my very few notes here. She only has six lines of notes, guys. Um, how dare you? It's seven. Oh, sorry. So one of my seven lines of notes is: Does Leon have some kind of mental situation? Because he seems very socially inept. Because once he latches on to mahogany, he like follows him. And there's that one scene where he follows him like down the street, and mahogany like grabs him, and he's like looking all intimidating he's like oh i'm sorry i just i wanted to take your picture i don't know why i do the things i do sometimes and it was just such a weird moment because it was like if somebody ever did this to you would you think that they were a sane human being because i would not be like you have a screw loose and i'm gonna run away now well yeah i think he's a little fucking weird but at the same time given who mahogany is I don't know. I mean, he does turn out to be right, but I feel like he must be on the spectrum just from the way that he interacts with people. On the spectrum! On the spectrum! He, okay, so he falls mahogany. Not only was mahogany on a train, but then he then ends up working at a meatpacking plant. Right, Bradley Cooper follows him to the meatpacking plant. Which he then gets dressed in his suit. And then he puts his smock on. Yes! Why would you put a suit on, a full suit on, if you're just going to go work in a meatpacking factory? Because he's factory? going from one job to the other. Which job is that? He goes from the meatpacking plant to, to the midnight train. train. Yes. Why does he need a suit for that? Because he just has to look kind of like he's a guy on a train. Why, why does a guy on a train have to wear a suit? Because at that time you're getting out of work. At midnight you're getting out of work? I hope not. Well, according not. to our calculations we actually don't have any calculations we don't have calculations dawn thought she saw nine o'clock i thought i saw 2 a.m if you watch midnight me train guys please fucking verify me right now leslie bibb when they go to the apartment her and Jurgis, jurgis they go to the apartment of mahogany and they're trying to find clues and all that stuff and she finds his book and all of the nine o'clock hours are circled. So like nine, nine fifteen, nine thirty, nine forty-five. Those are all circles, right? But then later we find out which you had said. I saw the only numbers I saw circled were like the two, two a.m., two thirty a.m. We are in a weird paradox. Right sure. Now. Because where's the midnight of the meat train? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where is the midnight part of the meat train? I don't know, <laughs> but we have both seen two separate time periods. <laughs> yeah. In which... Which may both be correct, but neither is midnight, which is, is the problem. Is midnight 
No, Midnight's not even right in between. I was going to say, like, oh, Midnight's right in between. Not no. quite. It is sort of, I mean, like, No, if it's you, not. Well, but if he rides the train from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Nine has four hours. Nine has three hours to midnight. Okay, three and then two. And then two. So it's not in the middle. It's not, but, like, if that's the theory, then... It's sort of kind of in the middle. I don't know. Whatever. So then we don't really have a plot to this movie. No. The more I think about it, it's really just him taking photos. That's why I didn't take any notes, John, because most of this movie was him just randomly following mahogany around and getting deeper and deeper into this conspiracy theory of the midnight meat train. And he was right. He was right. And he and I had no idea that there were aliens or other, like, mole people. Like, I don't, we don't ever know what, well, actually, you know. I do know. Dawn knows. I watched the extended cut, which I didn't know was the extended cut when I watched it. So when we just rewatched it now, (laughs) the chunk of the movie was missing for me. The conductor of the train came right out and gave, Not only did he rip out Bradley Cooper's tongue. Gross. Which, physically, not possible. Oh, we don't know that. I maintain that. If anybody knows for surezies, which I hope you don't, because then that would mean weird things for you. For surezies. But I'm pretty sure a person could not rip out another person's tongue. Well, I don't think the conductor was an actual person. Oh, you think he was also a barnacle yes. alien? I think he was part Does of that. Does he have barnacles on his chest? He, I did not see the barnacles on his chest, but he definitely I, controls... I need to see the barnacles on the chest. He controls this meat train. And what okay. I'm trying to say is... Say it. So he controls the meat train, and he rips out Bradley Cooper's tongue, which, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> whatever. We're okay with it at this he point. He then also kills Maya. Yeah. She did. She's done. And Bradley Bradley Cooper had then also killed Mahogany. Like, he got him right between the temples. He stabbed him twice. Once through the throat and once through the throat. Yeah, I mean, the guy's dead. Like, there's no way of... There's no way. the scene that I had seen that you didn't see. Yeah. The conductor gives a whole big spiel about why this is occurring, why he's doing what he's doing, why that now Bradley Cooper is basically the new mahogany. Mm-hmm. And you see these alien figures, all of them. We get a bigger picture of them eating all of the meat from the meat train. Right. The midnight meat train. It's a bigger scene. We don't really see it now, but it's, I think, the whole description of what the conductor says was cut from the scene, the version we saw. Right. The theatrical version. The theatrical version. But the version I saw, it was a huge fucking story as to why. Yeah. Because the only story we got in this version is basically no story. But what we kind of just put together from what we've seen is that they're harvested. They're basically luring people onto this train. And what I don't understand is, it seems like they have a network. So they have a train conductor who's in on it. They have at least one police officer who is in on it. Yes. They, they have people who are facilitating this whole situation. They need to feed whatever... They need to feed these li- lizard the, creatures yes. or whatever 
they are. We don't know if they're aliens from another world or if they've come from the ground. We, we don't know exactly what they are, but they need to eat human flesh, apparently. Now, I feel like it's a fairly inefficient system, what they're doing, because it seems like Mahogany was targeting single people in a train car very late at night. And depending on the city you're in, at midnight on the train, there's usually... Oh, it's fucking packed. Yeah, there's usually more than one person in a train car. So, and you would think it would be more efficient. I, I guess it may be more suspicious if whole train cars of people disappeared at one time. But at the but same still, time... But still, that time period for him to just see one or two... Yeah. And at one point we see three people. It's not very they're not super, realistic. Yeah, they're not super careful about it either because they're not picking people who wouldn't be missed. They're not taking like the homeless or sex workers, people who may not be looked for. They're taking just whoever is on the train mm -hmm. at this odd hour of the night. And so we even see it with that woman that he took the picture of. She's in the newspaper the next day as being missing. And I guess if you have friends in the police department who are helping kind of bury this shit, then they wouldn't look into it. But at some point, you would think it would become pretty obvious. That's true. So I don't know. The, the larger the logistics of this plan don't feel solid to me. And it seems like at some point, I mean, the train conductor indicates that this has been going on for like a hundred years or more and it's like really <laughs> really this yeah. has been going on for that long and nobody has caught on i mean i guess when they do then they cut out their tongues and i mean make them work for them i don't know it's <sighs> but i guess that makes sense only because Mahogany didn't speak, so then Leon became the next Mahogany because he ripped out his tongue and now he does not need to speak. So anytime somebody figures out what's going on, they I just think make so. them a minion. Because they do A minion in the type that, yeah, you're going to lose your sense of speaking and because no one's going to believe you ever. It's they pick a, a specific person to just be the henchman, kind of. And so by doing that, they remove their fucking tongue so they can't speak. Is this the only Midnight Meat Train that exists? I think so. So there's just... I think that's why... This feels like a very small threat to humanity, then. If they don't feed these aliens, then, like, what's the worst thing that happens? <laughs> wow. Right? No, but think about it. If it's just one Midnight Meat but Train... But we saw a legit pile of beings that... Yeah, bones, skulls, and things. Yeah, so wherever they end up... But that's a hundred years' worth, so, yeah, sure, there would be a lot of bones and skulls and shit. So they're doing shit regardless. I don't know. I, I just, I want to know what the payoff is because obviously like, is it literally just the threat of being murdered that keeps these people like the cops and the train conductor in line or it's only one cop. Are they get, yeah. It's well, that we know of, that we know of. It's one detective. Yeah, there's there's not enough context for this arrangement. I think that's my major problem with this movie is that I would love to have seen, you know, going to the White House and like having the president condone this guy. You know, like, I just, I don't know. That the makes scale. it more unrealistic. I don't know. I, I feel like having it confined to one city makes it seem like it's not a big deal because if it's just aliens in one city in America, also, it's a you train. can beat those a train assholes can go down. anywhere. 
But like, it's a subway. It's just like within the city. Is it? Subways can go anywhere. <laughs> Not anywhere. You need a train track to get them everywhere. Okay, there are train tracks throughout the United States. Yeah, but they're not all they connected. Just do a little, okay, but they just do a little... <laughs> there's legit a little a little maneuver they can do. And but then if the, they were the doing train that, goes a different direction. Then I want to see that. Because all I'm understanding is that this is contained to whatever mythical city that this takes place in. Mythical sounds so bad. Fine. Mythical. Why? Why does that sound so because bad? Because we're not in fairyland. <laughs> Stop bringing this back to True Blood. I know it's been a year since we watched True Blood. I but... wasn't even trying, but okay. <laughs> it's not fairyland. Well, whatever city this is supposedly taking place in, it seems confined to that city. And so I just, I don't get the urgency, I guess. And I think that maybe that's why I didn't specifically point out a city. Because then it would be weird to be like, oh, only people from New York are getting fucking turned into weird aliens. Sure. And then eaten. But it's showing us that any city this could happen. Dun dun dun. Yeah, well, I would have liked to see that because, as far as I'm concerned, he put little push pins for every missing person in the past, whatever. I don't know. But, like, at the same time, I find it hard to believe that he could really attribute all of those missing persons to this Midnight Me train. People do go missing and are not being harvested yeah, that for was a aliens. Weird thing to do, so to, um, yeah, associate that all of the missing yeah. persons with this. He might have been a little crazy in terms of that, but I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe that's why he was chosen because he was so crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Well, he was having those dreams because he had like visions throughout yeah. where he was he was the butcher. It was almost like premonitions because that is eventually yes, the role he that then he does becomes. become the butcher. So I mean, that's a little bit weird. He becomes mahogany. I would love to know what his name is, unless mahogany just gets passed down. Maybe it was his last name, Matthew Mahogany. <laughs> where? What? Who's Matthew? I don't know. I just. I just threw out like, a nice alliteration. Oh. There. It wasn't from anything. Well, his name is Leon, so what would he be? Um, okay, what's another tree? Trees that start with an L? I'm looking this yeah, up Yeah, Google now. it now so that we can come Google up with, it a, now. with a nice name for Bradley Cooper's character. Trees. They're all really fucking feminine. A Lacey Pinefern. Ah! <laughs> Leon Lacey Pine Firm. Can we? Lady Bells. Leon Lady Bells. Lady Palm. <laughs> Ladies Mantle. Latana. Leon Latana. I like that one. Larch, Larkspur, Lavender. Leatherleaf Fern. Leatherleaf. Leon Leatherleaf was actually Leaf. pretty good. Lemon Bomb. Lemongrass. Leopard's Bane. Lettuce. Lacanthium. <laughs> lettuce. Little blue stem, liverwort. <laughs> Leon liverwort. <laughs> Livestona, labella, labali bay, lobster claw. <laughs> Leon locus, lobster claw. Locus laquat, lichinus, and lismachia. Okay, well, there's a lot of good stuff in there, so he can figure it out. We'll give him lacy pine fern. Leon lacy pine fern. <laughs> 
I love that name a lot. Oh, so he would just be Lacey Pinefern then? Yeah, Lacey Pinefern. Good for him. A plus. Yeah, that's a promotion right there. I think we covered this movie. <laughs> I mean, I think so. There wasn't a whole lot to cover. No, it's an artist photographer that decides he's going to follow a... He's going to stick his nose where it doesn't belong. That's basically what this movie is. He... <laughs> I watched that happen. <laughs> For those who are listening, Dawn just poured her martini down her shirt, basically, instead of in her mouth. <laughs> We can't record this late. It gets sloppy. <laughs> no, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> really? Really? I don't think so. Okay, then what is it? I don't know. The martini house is glasses? Smell like fucking bacon. <laughs> it is the martini. We never drank at a martini glass. We never before. drink at a martini glass. I think that's what it is. <laughs> oh my god. That was so good. I watched it happen. Yours is in your vagina, but mine just poured down my body. Don and I smell like bacon. Come get us, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, our next, our next, the next pour next. is going to be in our wine glasses because I'm not fucking doing this again. Yeah, we're sticking to wine glasses from now on. We don't give a shit what the beverage is. Yeah, it's going to stay in a wine glass. <laughs> But guys, we just watched Midnight Me Train. Yeah. I don't recommend this movie, but it wasn't the worst thing in the world. <sighs> Ooh, hold on. Okay. I'm trying to put it in perspective. Again, you didn't see the version I saw, which really bothers me. I'm trying to put in perspective the last movies that we watched. I still preferred Till Death. That's my favorite. That's fine. Hypnotic? No. I would put these on the same I would put these on the same label. 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 <laughs> I would put I'm sorry, guys. Lisa has never been like this before. So if you like her like this, can you please comment? Do something. Because I want to know. Do something. Is it my house that does this to her? Because if that's the case, she's coming here more often. Okay. Wait. Can I finish my thought, please? Yes. I would put Hypnotic and Midnight Me Train on the same level of movie that was not great, but didn't fully enjoy it, but didn't fully hate it. You know, like Rubber's all the way down here. And then like Midnight Me Train and Hypnotic are above it. So what's above those? Till Death. Okay. I liked Till Death better than both of those Out of movies. every movie we've done. Out of, oh, Killer Sofa is my number one. So it's Killer Sofa I is at the top. I love Killer Sofa. Of course, we both do. Love it. So what comes under Killer Sofa? Everything else. <laughs> no, but look what right do you under. Mean? <laughs> no, I want to know what's right under Killer Sofa. Oh, okay. Well, let me, hold on. Now I have to look at our movies that we did because wow, I don't remember. remember. It's been a while. I think Deadly Illusions is probably pretty close. Really? Yeah, because that was just fun. That was like stupid fun. No, I hated that so much. Oh, but like that's what I like. I like the stupid fun movies. Nurse 3D is pretty high. Nurse 3D is high, and also X is pretty high for me. Okay, X is like sort of in the middle. 365 might be right behind Killer Sofa. I love the 365 movies. No, 365 I think is in its own kind. It, of, it sure is. Yeah, it's, it's in, in its, its own, own category. Thing. Deep Water was a good one. Yeah, Snail Sex. Snail Sex. 
And Malignant, I think, was probably up there as well. Which I made my dude mm, rewatch. My well, dude. My dude. Wow, I made that's him so watch romantic. that he never saw only because I was trying to prove to him what a good James Wan versus a bad James Wan movie was. And what did he think? He thought it was good until <gasps> the No, oh. he thought it was good until the reveal. And then he's like, What the fuck am I watching? Okay. So up until the reveal, he was kind of like, this could be a good, mm-hmm. like a good movie. And I, the whole time, I'm just kind of sitting there like, the cinematography is pissing me off, <laughs> da da da. And then, yeah. And then the minute he saw what had really happened, he goes, that took a turn. So yeah, it was a weird, it was, it was very weird. Well, I think it was, it was different for us because I think when we were watching that together, I think I figured out what was going on before they revealed it. Do you remember? Did that? I watch it before you? Or no, did we, we watched watch it together because it was a scary movie. So we had to watch it together. <laughs> and I think at some point I said, I was like, oh, my God, there's something on the back of her head. And I think once we realized that, that, that kind of colors the experience. You know, if you pick that up before they reveal it Mm. then i think you kind of watch it through that lens so yeah no i don't honestly i think all the movies we picked have their reasons i like them yes but i don't like them no yeah give me one of your movies that was better than this and one that was worse okay better than this x okay worse than this worse than this yeah, they give so many. I'm like kind of surprised. We have a lot. And I, again, so I update the website, so I should fucking know what our fucking movies are. Yeah. I mean, off the bat, Rubber. For wind, you. Windfall. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I'm going to go Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Which is now free on something. Oh, but, great. Um, Perfect. Yeah, no, I hated that a lot. Yeah, that, that was, was a waste of time. And it was so that. long. It was too long for no reason, and I think that's why I hated it the most. I thought this movie was a little be... bit too long, too, but... No, we had to watch We had to watch ads. Yeah, that's fair. But, it, yeah, it took too much of my time, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And there were some scenes that I feel like we didn't need in this movie, so... We didn't need and then needed the ones that were cut yeah. that I saw. <laughs> we could have traded A thousand percent. Yeah. So, yeah, watch... Midnight Meat Train, if you have It's the on time. Voodoo and Pluto. If you need to watch part of it, just watch the last 45 minutes. And if you really need to watch, I really think you should watch the uncut part. Yeah, and watch the uncut and 45 minutes. Yeah, that's Voodoo, unfortunately, with some, you have to pay something for Supplemental that. charges. Other than that, our cocktail is amazing. Thank yeah. you very much. plus. I hope you enjoyed my home and Don's living room are set for the our podcast, studio our studio for right now and don't forget <laughs> you know where to find us twitter instagram the website don't forget our merch don't forget to treat us to a cocktail if you can and with riverdale done for a while woo <laughs> You know our schedule, and we will have movies out, and we'll update you when we can. Yes, Tuesdays. We're back to Tuesdays. We're back now. to our Tuesday Forget schedule. Fridays. Fridays were only for Riverdale. Fridays suck. Yeah, Fridays we are hate for Riverdale. Fri- well, we hate Fridays for podcasts, but we love Fridays otherwise. Yes, TGIF. We, do, we we like our Tuesday schedule. Yeah. 
So back to Tuesday, Movie Tuesdays. And I want to thank everybody who has um, reached out regarding my recovery. I really appreciate it. Do you have anything to add? I don't. I'm, I'm done. Uh, I I'm think good. Lisa is done for this I'm going to have another bacon martini. I was going to say. And then I'm gonna we we have a little more <laughs> to go. But um, yeah, so we will uh, see you next time.